When I first started examining this person, Jesus of Nazareth, you know, it, it's, it's one thing to make a claim that there was an ancient sage. You know, when I was a kid in high school, for example, I had friends who were Baha'i, and they gave me the writings of Baha'u'llah, which are really beautiful, elegant, uh, proverbial kind of statements that he wrote really in his own blood while in custody. This is an amazing set of collection of wisdom statements. But Baha'u'llah never claimed to be God. As a matter of fact, he just claimed to be another manifestation of God, and he claimed that this was true of all other prior prophets, from Muhammad to, 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 to Jesus to, to Buddha, to anybody else who claimed to be a prophet. But there's something different about Jesus in that Jesus doesn't claim to just be a prophet. Jesus actually claimed to be God, and of course, people will push back on that a little bit because it's hard to find a statement that is that explicit in the New Testament, a statement in which Jesus says, hey guys, I, by the way, I am God. In fact, though, he does make several claims that were explicit to the first century listeners as they heard these statements. They might as well have interpreted them exactly as, I am God, because he made statements, the I am statements that he adopted, for example, in the Gospel of John, in which he made the claim that before Abraham was, I am that he knew Abraham in his day. He made claims of the power of God. He claimed the power of God. He claimed the, the, the status of God. He claimed the title, the I am title of God. And by the way, they didn't mistake that. When they first heard that he called himself the I am, they picked up stones to kill him for it, for the blasphemy of identifying himself as God. So clearly they interpreted this statement as a direct statement of I am God. But what's really interesting for me, and I'm always interested in the, the small ways that a suspect will accidentally give himself away. You know, the small things that he says that he'll reveal something he shouldn't know unless, of course, he's the killer, or he'll make some statement in which he passively or tacitly admits to something that he shouldn't admit to. Well, when I hear Jesus speak, there are similar kinds of statements like that. For example, if you ever read through the Old Testament, you will see that in every prophet prior to Jesus, every prophet will say something when speaking for God. He will say, uh, the Lord Almighty says, the Lord your God says, he will, he will announce that these are the words of God. Jesus never does that. Never. Never once does he say, the Lord your God says. He says, verily, verily, I say unto you. Jesus always takes the position of God when announcing any statement of God. He doesn't say to his, his listeners, this is what God means for you to hear. He says it as though it's coming from him. He has the authority of God, and he, he, he gives himself away in the way he introduces the, the, the divine statements of God to his audience. And those are the kinds of things. The fact that he explicitly called himself the I Am, the fact that he always took on the title of God in terms of his verily, verily, I say unto you. These things were powerful for me because they, they built a case on several lines of evidence that all pointed to the same conclusion. Jesus did more than claim to be speaking for God. He claimed to be speaking as God. And that, to me, was convincing enough to, to at least determine that, God, that Jesus, at least, believed that He was God.